0: Hey everybody, thanks for listening in today on Green Talk Radio from GreenLivingIdeas.com. This is Sean Daly, Editor-in-Chief of Green Living Ideas, and today we're going to be talking about MDF and particle board and molding in green building and remodeling projects. To discuss that topic with me is Chris Leffel, who is the VP of Sales and Marketing at Sierra Pine. Chris, welcome to the program.
1: Sean, great to be
0: with you. Well, it's great to have you, and I, you know, I'd like to always start these off if I can with the sort of the most important question first. What do our listeners out there who are involved or interested in green building and remodeling, what do they need to know about these types of products that Sierra Pine deals with in regards to making good and green sustainable decisions uh, with regards to their building projects?
1: Well, Sean, maybe just a quick overview. Composite panels produced in North America, um, which we are defining as particle board and medium-density fiber board, or MDF for short, are by their very nature sustainable products in that they're made from 100% recycled or recovered wood fiber. Uh, By using all the waste that's generated by the primary wood products industry, such as sawdust, shavings, chips, we account for 95% uh, utilization of every tree harvested. Before we came along, only 63% of every tree was utilized. Unfortunately, composite panels made in other parts of the world rely on whole tree chipping to make their products. But another area in which the industry is starting to increase their environmental stewardship is in further reducing its formaldehyde emissions. Let's face it. Formaldehyde has a bad perception, and while the industry's products in general, and that levels typically found in homes at background. Um, efforts are underway to drop these emissions even lower, uh, by virtue of what the whole industry is working on.
0: Now, how per- pervasive is that uh, in terms of the formaldehyde presence in these types of products? Is it is it ninety percent of the products out there? Or is it is it fifty? I mean, is it is it very common?
1: It is very common. Um, the industry has used a urea formaldehyde resin for years, and while we've reduced our, you know, the emissions coming out of products by well over 90 percent, there's still a perception. And uh, and you know, obviously, we know that there's not a health situation uh, with our products today. But because of the perception, there is a demand for products that are made with non-formaldehyde containing resins, and we'll talk about that a little bit later today.
0: Okay. So uh, I'm just curious now, uh, would you like to just tell us a little bit about what makes, you know, other than I, it sounds like you have a non-formaldehyde product. What what else is making Sierra Pine different than, say, the other uh, companies in this industry producing these products?
1: Well, I think one of the things that makes Sierra Pine unique is really our challenge of the status quo. The wood products industry is very conservative, slow to change. Uh, as the first commercial MDF producer in the world, we embraced a spirit of, Innovation that has carried on for over 30 years. And for over 20 years of that, we've been producing products that do significantly raise the bar for environmental performance. Um, I'm, I'm extremely proud of, of achieving really global recognition as a leader in the industry and pushing the envelope in new product development. Um, one of the things our motto indicates, we're all about composite solutions, which means that we'll tackle any challenge in developing products or services that meet customers' needs or sometimes we have to push our customers to realize new ways to not only expand the use of composite wood, but take advantage of the uh, environmental features that that we bring to the table. So I guess, you know, in answer to really your question, um, when it comes to um, formaldehyde emissions specifically, um, we've perfected some technology, and and again, this goes back over about 20-year history, that allows us to offer a line of formaldehyde-free MDF products. Now, wood contains formaldehyde, just like our bodies produce a certain amount of it every day, but these specially MVF products were developed to really offer people an alternative, even before this was an issue. You know, the last five years or so, green building has come a long way, and, and uh, issues such as life cycle analysis and sustainability and indoor air quality are now on people's minds. And so, uh, fortunately, we're starting to see some demand for these products that, that we produce. Mm-hmm. The, the products, shown that um, on the MDF side that we produce fall under a category that, that we call SDF, or Sustainable Design Fiber Board. And our brand names that some of your listeners may have heard about are Arius, Medite 2, and Medex. We're also excited about our first sustainable particle board product called Encore, uh, that we just introduced this summer we're doing some things on on wood resources as well and I don't know if you want to get into that uh, for your listeners also
0: well if you feel it's something that's important you know to, to the topic I certainly would like to hear about it if it's important to green building
1: well this is something uh, again that we're pretty excited about um, you know the uh, the resins that we use and that type of thing certainly we've invested just a tremendous amount of time and and, and effort uh, into coming up with the products that I just mentioned but On the wood resources that we use, we've recently expanded our capability to use what we call post-consumer wood waste. And, you know, terminology is what it is, but basically um, this type of material would be what is currently going to a landfill. It would be, um, say, construction waste from home or office building or retail construction. It would be demolition waste when structures are torn down, used pallets or discarded packaging materials. There are literally millions of tons of this wood waste that had no home until we pioneered the technology to use this material. Uh, We had to make a multi million dollar investment to do it because this material is full of rocks and metal and other debris and stuff that we don't want to get uh, into a board. Uh, So we had to come up with a way to to remove all that and still be able to produce a product that our customers expect.
0: Okay, and I read something, I think I read something about this, that you guys were supposedly the only one in the industry that had this machine that was able to to remove this from the scrap and and do that. Is that what you're referring to now?
1: That's exactly what I'm referring to, yes. Um, This system uh, was invented in Europe, and in fact, uh, because of the scarcity of of wood fiber in Europe, they've... uh, had to find ways to, to use some some alternative fiber types now when we found this equipment uh, there were some modifications to it that we needed to make to be able to handle the type of material we have here um, and specifically we've we've installed this first uh, machine in one of our plants in California because we've got plants in both Oregon California well even all the way out in Georgia as well and our our uh, long-term strategy is to invest in additional equipment to put in our other locations uh, but right now I would say this that um, that this this technology that we've installed has actually surpassed our our expectations in terms of how well it cleans the material um, and it allows us to use uh, close to 200 tons of this material every day
0: so, Chris, I wanted to ask you about the products themselves and how they're offered. How do people pick these up? Are they going down to Home Depot? Do they have to talk to their builder or remodeler? How do you get your hands on a product like this?
1: Well, we have a, we have a network of distributors throughout North America that can be found on our website. Uh, and, in fact, we're, we're launching a, a new website next week uh, that will have all these contacts along with other information that I think consumers will find helpful to understand the differences in all the different green products, at least in the wood products area, that are available to them. We also sell to the big box companies like the Home Depot and Lowe's, primarily on the West Coast. These companies are starting to consider a move to stock our green products, but as you and I know, consumer demand is what really gets these guys to commit to more environmentally preferable products. Right. We, um, we also offer uh, a line of formaldehyde-free MDF molding products, uh, again, primarily sold through distribution, but uh, we've uh, we've tried something different, a uh, different approach than, than the standard approach of going to market, in that we're offering our molding products through an online store that can be found uh, uh, at a website that I can give in a second. And this is probably, you know, one of the best ways for a consumer to ensure that, that our formaldehyde-free products uh, are uh, available to them.
0: So, and just switching gears, from, well, why don't you go ahead and give the website, first of all, actually, can you give us the Sierra Pine main website, and then if that the other website's a different URL, maybe give those out right now?
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, for Sierra Pine, it's uh, simply www.sierrapine.com, and then the uh, if somebody's interested in uh, trying to buy moldings online, you can go to www.trimitoutmoldings.com. Okay.
0: Okay. And you, as you probably know if you've heard other episodes in this Green Talk series, our audience is really interested in hearing about like, the internal green programs that your company is implementing. And you know, if you consider yourselves also a, a green company internally, we always like to hear about those, uh, uh, those kinds of uh, stories as well. So can you tell us anything along those lines?
1: Well, we've, we've started a journey at our manufacturing plants to really back up our commitment to sustainability and environmental stewardship in the products we produce but now focused on reducing our waste and cutting our energy use. Composite panel plants use just a ton of electricity and a lot of natural gas, too. So we've already done things like installing motion-sensitive lighting in all of our warehouses, and you can imagine when you've got hundreds of thousands of square feet under roof that there's a lot of lights that are in that building. So that's one of the things we've done. Um, We've also changed out some of the machinery that we use. Again, being very uh, energy-dependent, uh, what we've done is gone through and, and replaced uh, motors and that type of thing uh, that are more efficient, that, that use electricity more efficiently. We've also uh, have started a, a program where we can make more efficient use of the heat that we generate for our operations. And uh, one of the other things that um, that we're, we're talking about now is is how do we reduce things like our water usage. But I guess Sean, for, for Sierra Pine, if we expect folks to believe that we're committed to environmentally preferable products and to sustainability, it comes down to we've got to walk the talk. So this is something that, uh, a journey that we've just started, but, uh, but again, we're pretty excited about it.
0: Chris, one more question for you, which is, how are you guys educating your current customers about these green products and the importance, and are, are you guys educating, and if so, where and how?
1: Well, um, you know, I'll tell you, in, in uh, the composite panel world, you know, a lot of our customers are, are furniture manufacturers and cabinet manufacturers. And we talk with those guys every day. Um, but we've, we've devoted a lot of our marketing budget to the architectural and design audience, the A&D community, as we call them, educating them about green products. Uh, we also work closely with our distributors to help educate them but you know what? Word of mouth has really been our best promotional tool. Uh, I think mainly because of how long we've been producing these type of products, but also because of, I think of our reputation of being committed to manufacture a wide range of sustainable products. And we're hoping from our website, uh, in fact, our new website that we're just introducing, that uh, we want to we want to put additional consumer-friendly information on there. Something that's not real technical in nature. But, uh, you know, certainly we know as more and more green products uh, are being marketed out there, there's a lot of confusion, and, and we want to try to be the trusted source that people can, uh, can go to, to to get good information about this stuff.
0: Fair enough. Well, I, you know, I'd be remiss in not asking this question too. It's kind of harkening back to something we talked about earlier with regards to uh, the formaldehyde, because I know you mentioned that you know a lot of these types of products are inherently green because of their recycled nature, but that there's this, this chemical issue that gets involved. Do you do you know offhand? I mean, it doesn't sound good to have formaldehyde, <laughs> you know. Anyway, but is it more of the human health risk directly uh, in terms of having a healthy home, or is it more in regards to the breakdown uh, into the soil and such?
1: Well, no, it's it's more in terms of uh, indoor air quality. Okay. Um, you know, formaldehyde, like hundreds of other chemicals, in a high enough concentration can be dangerous to people. Uh, you know, it uh, it can cause uh, uh, eye irritation, uh, respiratory irritation, and that type of thing. Now, granted, you've got to have uh, formaldehyde in, in very high concentrations to, to have that effect. Uh, but, you know, again, we found that, that even... Uh, with our standard products and the industry standard products uh, there's, there's virtually de minimis uh, emissions coming out of them but, but really I think that people are looking for an option and, um, and that's, that's what we bring to the table
0: Well Chris Leffel has been my guest today he is the VP of Sales and Marketing at Sierra Pine you can find them online at www.sierrapine.com Chris it was truly a pleasure to have you on the program today thanks a lot for being with
1: us Thanks Sean for the opportunity